When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for spending time. Thanks for hanging out. It's Hale Varsity Radio. Get the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and, of course, the uh, segments chopped up for you or the full show. Easy for you to take with. Uh, historian, author, Hall of Famer, Mr. Husker Football, and all things Nebraska, Mike Babcock with us at MD Babs on Twitter. Babbers, how'd you bring in the new year? Um, sat around and watched TV. <laughs> you watch the bowl games just like me, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's about the extent of it, right there. Hey, no worries. Yeah, I was at a uh, I was at a wedding and had about ten people packed around my phone uh, until my phone. So you were the guy that brought his. Oh yeah, oh, of course. I wasn't going to miss these games, dude. But then no, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going over to St. Nick's house. We're boiling crab legs. We're throwing steak on the grill. We're watching football. It was great. That sounds too bad. What was bad about mine was uh, about midway through the third quarter of that Ohio State Georgia game, my phone tips over off the table, cracks my phone screen. Bad. I still watched the game though. Watched it through the cracks. Caught the ending. It was a great game. Yeah, it was a lot of it, Mike. Thoughts? We'll start there with the Big Ten and their uh, dubious performance. First time in ever, uh, they got two in and uh, two great ball games, two memorable ball games, uh, albeit some controversial. But the, the Big Ten two in barbecue. Yeah, well, I mean it. It's that time of year, I guess, and the fact that they got in is a reflection of what they accomplished. And I mean, you, you know, that Georgia team is is pretty remarkable. I think. Uh, I felt bad about the missed field goal there just because, you know, I hate to have one guy, you know, it's not just one guy. It's everything that happened in the game, obviously, but it comes down to that one play and he misses the field goal. I felt bad about that for him, for the individual, but uh, I got to give Georgia credit uh, for the way it played and, and, uh, TCU, you know, I'm real, I'm going to be interested to see how TCU holds up against Georgia. Um, at, you know, Sonny Dykes has done a remarkable job, I think, with with uh, TCU. It's too bad that uh, they didn't beat Kansas State in the in the champion in the conference championship game, um, because then we would have uh, two undefeated teams. Which, you know, that it, it's almost like that's what you have, but you, but you don't because they they lost that game to Kansas State. So I, you know, I think it'll be interesting. But I, I still think that Georgia has is, is probably got the edge. No, I totally agree with you there. I'm just wondering, <laughs> is it is it just a, is it a blowout? Is it close? I think the effort will be incredible by TCU. Do they have enough horses? Uh, I think uh, Max Duggan, we're all kind of rooting for him because of his locale and, and where he grew up uh, just across the river. And, you know, could have, would have, should have, maybe in a, you know, a Nebraska get in, in – different times as we hover in on recruiting uh, with the Under Armour announcements yesterday that went pro-Nebraska. But, Mike, we we started off with this a little bit ago, and I want to get your take. 
with uh, the, the year and the expectations with year one a rule. Uh, and honestly, do you think rules starting point, how, how would you compare it to past new coaches? Because we've had a thousand to choose from. Do you think it's as good as it's a good as it as good a situation as there has been for a, for a first year guy to come in? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to respond by asking you a question. Sure. I mean, don't you think that people are a little hesitant now because of what you just said, the number of coaches that have come in here? Right. This the is answer. this is the answer, though. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, <laughs> y- you pray it's the answer, but no. I mean, think about it. You go all the way back, nine and four for Frank, uh, five and six for Billy C. Uh, Bo had a great first year. They got better. They yeah. got better. In uh, in two thousand eight, and went nine and four. Uh, Riles went five and seven, but I think that was a ten win football team. And then uh, from Riles to Scott, they uh, much like his tenure, want some of those back because there were so many close ball games. So, yeah, I think with with what you have coming back, and with what. Your uh, your starting point is, I think you can be pretty optimistic. And, and Elijah and I aren't screaming, well, let's go get nine. But I'm saying, based on looking at the schedule and assuming you don't have a whole bunch of attrition, because that's been a key component in Nebraska's shortcomings, you've not had kids stick around to get developed. Yeah, well, and, you know, from what I see, um, and, I, and I always say, you know, wait till the, the student athlete gets here and let's see how he performs um, before we get too carried away, whether he's got three stars or four stars or, you know, no stars, whatever. Um, and so from that standpoint, I remain open to what might happen. But the thing that has impressed me is the aggressiveness that Matt Rule and his staff have have shown in their recruiting approach, what they've done, and in this time of uh, social media, how they've taken advantage of that. Mike Babcock's with us here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. And, Mike, let's move to the news from yesterday. Ethan Nation and Cam Linhart both committing at the Under Armour All-America game, which was uh, was nice to see after a, a few years of uh, Nebraska missing on a lot of those guys announcing on national television. Linhart's a guy who's already been in the boat. As for Nation, he's a guy who had something like 50 different offers as a three-star player, which uh, I guess you can read into to what you will about him being a three-star despite having offers from the likes of Alabama. Yet he, he's in the boat as well. Nebraska going defensive heavy, at least with this late signing period. Now, I think you could argue from the uh, the early signing period as well. What does that tell you about what Matt Rule thinks he has offensively? Is it a case of going and getting the guys that he thinks uh, are most attainable, or does he think that there needs to be more defensive changes to try to fit this Nebraska defense into a three three five? Well, I think uh, you know I, he probably knew a little sooner than maybe we knew that Garrett Nelson wasn't going to come back and that Colton Feast wasn't going to come back. Um, and so you had you, you've got some significant uh, people to replace on defense. You know that's one of the things. Um, I think it's I think it was it's great for Nebraska that these that these uh, uh, recruits make this announcement on TV. You know that that speaks well for the 
for the program that, you know, to get the name out there, um, you know, oh, Nebraska got a couple of these guys uh, kind of a thing. And, and again, I go back to what I said was the aggressiveness of Matt Rule and his staff in the, in the recruiting process. And, you know, I'll underscore this with his comment, uh, you know, at, at the introductory press conference, that it's about development, developmental. So if, you know, if it's a, if it's a three-star recruit that's been aggressively recruited by 50 schools or whatever, big name uh, schools, um, bring them in and put them in a position to develop them because you still have to get these guys to mesh um, with the guys that are returning and with each other. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought that the, comment about development the emphasis on development that's important that's going to reflect you know what's going to happen this season you know what you can expect is how quickly they can develop these guys and mesh get the get the new guys in mike uh, i want to go to basket basketball right now and switch gears a little bit uh feel on last night's performance with nebraska not what they wanted uh, Sparty is really pretty good. I think you're you're looking at a top three team in the Big Ten and anywhere from a three to a five seed if if they keep going the direction they're supposed to go. Uh, Fred wasn't happy. wasn't happy with the first half. wasn't happy with the start. Yeah. Well, I you know the thing that has impressed me from game to game is the grittiness of the team and the you know how aggressive they are on defense. I think that's important. Um, the shooting was not what you'd want it to be. The free throw shooting was not what you wanted it to be. And it seems like there's this kind of up and down thing where that, you know, it happens one game, they put it together against Iowa, definitely put it together against Iowa. Um, then they didn't get it put together against Michigan state, but you made the comment earlier about Michigan state knew what to expect with Nebraska and prepared hard for that. Um, I think that says a lot about what, where the Huskers are in terms of the respect that they have. And, and I think they're going to, you know, they're going to be nice. It's going to be up and down. They're going to be nights where you're going to look at it and say, well, they just didn't get it done. Um, but uh, I think they're also going to be nights like the Iowa game where, where you're going to be impressed because they're because of that grit on defense, especially. And it seems like when they play the best, Offensively, it's when they move the ball around, when it doesn't just come down and one guy takes a shot and off they go to the other end. Um, that's the thing that, that you have to do is move that ball. And, uh, and if you can do that and take the open shot rather than the first shot that you get, um, you're going to be in a position where you can be successful, I think. Mike, the theme of the year for Husker basketball has been defending the home floor. Only one loss this year on the home floor. I was to Purdue in a game that went to overtime, a very close game. Uh Everything else at home has been a win. As for the road, it's been a struggle for Nebraska basketball, and they've played some tough teams on the road. But if Nebraska's continued uh, to be able to defend the home floor, have a good home record, and the, the road struggles continue, will Husker fans be happy with that at the end of the year? Well, um, gosh, that's a good question because I don't know what the expectations were. I think the expectations were that you'd have some success on the road too. You know, that it wasn't going to just be a home court thing. But – you know, if you can at least be successful at home, um, that's a place to start, right? I mean, that's that's that gives you some hope then when you do go on the road that hey, if you're if you're maintaining control of your home court and you go on the road, 
you've got it, you've built some confidence and you have an opportunity to, to, to be successful on the road. Um, it's kind of like my Golden State Warriors. They win at home and they lose on the road. Mike, about a minute here. What's uh, the latest with Hale Varsity Magazine, HaleVarsity.com? Well, we're planning out the next issue. Actually, we're we're just getting started in in the, in the planning stages of of what we want to do. Um, we met yesterday. Um, we talked about some possible feature uh, emphasis on feature stories, and we'll make a decision next next Tuesday when we have a staff meeting um, where we're going to focus. But uh, yeah, there's a it's a good staff, and people have good ideas about what to do. It's just a question of where you want to place it and where you, when, when you want to run those stories, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, can't wait for it. Mike Babcock, give him a follow on Twitter at MDBabs. Read him with Hale Varsity Magazine, HaleVarsity.com. Can get signed up for the magazine and the digital content, HaleVarsity.com backslash offer is where you go, keeping uh, in tune with uh, signing day and uh, that second signing day that's going to be in February. Babbers, you take care, and uh, thanks for making time today. Thanks for having me, and I do believe you can still say Happy New Year.